Welcome back to DCOM Colon Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. This week we watched <laughs> not a DCOM. Uh, we watched 16 Wishes. I forgot what we watched. <laughs> it's literally staring at me yeah, in the face. Yeah, I don't know how you forget what we watch when it's <laughs> right on the top of the paper. <laughs> this one has Debbie Ryan. Our first appearance, but not our last. Uh-oh. Sorry, I can yawn. This came out June 25th, 2020. I meant to look up, like... 2020. 2010. <laughs> I meant to look up who made it, but I did not, so... It's Canadian, I can tell you that. It's just, like, a TV movie. I don't know how Disney got the rights to it. I don't know if it ever played on Disney, but it, it has Disney Channel original it's, movie it played on. It played on Disney. Mm. Or I'm pretty sure that's how I watched it. Um... Yes, like we said, this movie stars Debbie Ryan, who you most likely know from Sweet Life on Deck... Or Jesse, if you're a child. <laughs> um, remember that movie Every Day that she was in? She played, like, the older sister. Yeah. Uh, she was in Life of the Party, which I've never talked about before. It's a Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy movie. Melissa McCarthy movies are hit and miss, and this one was a hit. Um, she was in Insatiable, which I never watched. Uh, she was in this movie called Horse Girl. She was not the horse girl. Oh, damn. Um, I, I, I have no words for that movie. <laughs> um, she's been in a bunch of indie movies and done some music. And, as we all know, she is married to Joshua Dunn from 21 Pilots. Yeah, my only note for Debbie Ryan was, I've been a Debbie stan since the Tumblr days. Mrs. Josh Dunn. Um, we in high school had an unhealthy obsession with 21 Pilots, so. <laughs> I mean, true, but it wasn't that bad. I feel like <laughs> I followed a lot of people on Tumblr who were worse than us, but yeah. Uh, well, I look back on it with fondness and embarrassment. <laughs> I, I loved Jebby so much, and I remember, like, I'm pretty sure you told me or I told you, whatever, that Josh and Debbie had broken up, or, like, we weren't sure, they might have broken up, <laughs> and it was tragic, and I held out hope forever, because they were, like, not together for, like, a year or two, mm-hmm. maybe even longer, I can't remember, but then there was, like, there was whispers on corners <laughs> of the internet that... Josh and Debbie might be back together, because I held out hope that whole time, mm-hmm. and then they got married. I remember you telling me they were engaged. I was drunk, and we were getting tacos, and I came back to the bathroom, and you were like, Debbie got engaged, and I was like, you're lying. <laughs> I showed her the picture. I'm intoxicated, and you're lying. <laughs> they got engaged in a tree house. Yeah, I love that for them. Josh is so cute. Their wedding was so cool. They, yeah. like, didn't invite a bunch of people, and it was, like, surprise, New Year's. New Year's. Yeah. yeah. That we was cool. Obviously, as you can tell, we follow this relationship <laughs> very closely. I love Josh and Debbie. <laughs> um, if you're still listening to 21 Pilots, you saw her in the Level of Concern music video. If you're still li- like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, they also went on. They were also big stands in high school and <laughs> teetered out a little bit. But <laughs> I mean, many people did, but. <laughs> um, I just pre-ordered their new album. And I don't know why, because I don't really like a lot of the new songs that they're releasing. <laughs> I haven't even listened to them, but I will, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I'm going to have it. Anyway, this movie also stars Jean-Luc Villadol. <laughs> um, he was in Kyle XY, Piranha 3DD. I know it's not 3DD because there is a picture of breasts on top of the piranha on the cover of the film. Uh, on the cover of the movie. Um, he was in this terrible Miley Cyrus movie called LOL. 
Um, that is free on YouTube with ads, and I was just thinking I should rewatch that movie. I don't remember what happens, but then I was also thinking of So Undercover, which came out around the same time, and I think I've morphed the two in my memory. Uh, I watched LOL, and I thought it was really bad. <laughs> um, but you probably know this guy, because he was the daddy in Baby Daddy. Yeah, that's all I've seen. I've never seen Baby Daddy, but I know that that's but who he you is. you watched ABC Family, so you've seen commercials for it. Yeah. Um, and the only other person I have in this movie is Keenan Tracy, who plays Logan. He was Gunner in Bates Motel, which you did not watch, but nope. I saw it in his IMDb, and I, it's been a long time since I watched Bates Motel, and I had to look up who Gunner was. <laughs> yeah, he was also in The 100, which I just watched literally this year. I have no idea who he was. He was not a main character, so irrelevant. Yeah, and that's, uh, everyone else, like, they have careers, but it's nothing. Yeah, it's just small things, like, here and there. (laughs) Uh, The brother in this movie, I literally didn't even write down his name, because they said it, like, twice in the entire movie. He was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. He played a kid named Quentin, but I don't remember who Quentin was. I I tried to look it up. He was only in the first movie. I've seen that movie many times. I I don't remember Quentin. He was not Greg. He was not Raleigh. He was not Roderick. He was not, um... The Freckly. <laughs> he was not the other kid from Jesse who said, the cheese touch. Yeah, he was, but he was in the movie, apparently. He was in the movie. <laughs> so, we got um, some highbrow actors here. <laughs> Eventually, on this podcast at some point, we will get to Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> it's very good. Um, Okay. So, this movie starts off with the main... Oh, 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 we have to make a note. Sorry. Um, we have a friend named Abby who we <laughs> reference sometimes, and the main character of this movie is named Abby. We would like you to know ahead of time, the two are not to be confused. When we say Abby, and less specifically mentioned, we'll be talking about Abby from this movie, portrayed by Debbie Ryan. Abby literally told us to make this disclaimer <laughs> when we saw her this weekend. And she also complained that our last podcast was uploaded late. We are so sorry to our uh, faithful listeners. This one should be up on time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, our other friend, Sarah, who we have also mentioned before, has confirmed for us that getting serenaded is as awkward as we think it is. Oh, yeah. We talked about that last time. She was also disappointed by a rating of Starstruck, so I'm not wrong. People did like Starstruck. <laughs> we just were not those people. No. <laughs> but our friend Sarah was. Yeah. But she also said she's not seen many DCOMs, so I think maybe her mind would be changed if she watched some of the good ones. Yeah, she didn't have a lot to compare it against. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, this movie starts with a Debbie Ryan song. Mm-hmm. Um, Abby wakes up in her bedroom. Um, we sort of get these shots around her room that kind of like set up the rest of the movie. Right. So there's this framed photo of these two children and it says, Abby and Jay, best friends forever. Uh, we see this chewed piece of gum that's just, like, sitting on this, like, little... It was, like, cool, like, little storage lockers you could have. Yeah. Like, put in your... I always wanted one so bad. <laughs> I had friends who had them. Um, there's a poster of Joey Lockhart. Um, he's the big pop star, he's obviously. He's pop star. And I asked myself, why in movies in from, like, 2000 to 2010, why were the teen pop sensations always wearing fedoras? Because the Jonas Brothers. Because Kevin Jonas. Kevin wore a fedora? Kevin and Joe, I think. Kevin's perm. Yeah, (laughs) but Kevin definitely wore hats, and I'm pretty sure Joe Jonas. I can, like, picture in my mind at least two occasions Joe Jonas wore a fedora. (laughs) Oh, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) Um, There's, like, this cutout picture. (laughs) 
<laughs> Abby has this crush on this boy named Logan in her class, and we see a shot that she has, like, cut out a picture of Logan that she's, like, about to glue down in a scrapbook of Logan. Um, I will say, when I was a kid, this is very embarrassing. You know how you get a picture of the entire class? Yeah. Uh, I cut out my crush's picture from, like, the class picture, and then I was so embarrassed that I did that that I, like, hid both the cutout picture and the class <laughs> picture for the rest of my life. I think I threw them away at one point because I was like, no one can know that this ever happened. <laughs> and now I'm telling it to the podcast. <laughs> I never did anything to that degree. I remember being in, like, kindergarten and pulling out, being at my friend's house and pulling out her, my, her, my friend's sister's yearbook and... <laughs> looking at like all the little like drawings she was like I don't know seven or eight years older than us looking at like all the little drawings she made like a heart around the boy she had a crush on or like an ex across her ex-boyfriend <laughs> um we also see uh, a new driver handbook in the corner of her room mm-hmm. so Abby without alarm naturally wakes up at 7 a.m of course um, she opens her little, like, locker storage thing, and in it we see this piece of paper that says, Abby Jensen's 16 wishes. And yes, I wrote them all down. Number one. <laughs> okay, so it starts, uh, at the top. When I'm 16, number one, I will meet Joey Lockhart. I will have, number two, I will have the cutest clothes in school. Number three, I will decorate my room the way I want. Number four, I'll like sushi. Number five, I'll have a credit card like mommy's. That's a word for word. I'm saying I. That's not my own words. Well, she's made this list as she as she's grown yeah. up. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Number six, I'll be a good dancer. Number seven, I'll get my driver's license. <laughs> Number eight, I'll have my own car, preferably red. Number nine, people will stop treating me like a kid. Number ten, I'll be popular. Number eleven, I'll have my own bathroom. Number twelve, I'll be I'll best Krista Cook at something. Anything, everything. Number 13, I'll come home as late as I want. Number 14, my parents will understand me. Number 15, have the best party ever. And then there's a blank spot on number 16 where she takes the chewed piece of gum on the handle of the storage locker and picks up that picture of Logan and sticks it on number 16. Yeah, her 16th wish wish is just a boy that she has a crush on. A picture of a boy. (laughs) These wishes that she's been thinking about for years, and this is her 16th wish? I don't understand the excitement around a 16th birthday. I mean, like, besides you can drive, but according to Abby, being 16 means you're an adult. That's what all of the kids in these movies think. <laughs> I did not feel that way when I was 16. I don't feel that way now, and I'm 23. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so today is Abby's 16th birthday. Her parents and brother walk into her bedroom and surprise her with a cake and take this, like, ugly, candid photo of her because she just woke up. Well, she's been sleeping with one of those... Uh, Horse strips on yeah. her nose. Well, like, may- all night. Yeah. Maybe- the box says 20 minutes. <laughs> maybe it was supposed to be, like, one of those snoring things. My dad used to have oh. little strips that are those supposed to... Those look a lot different. Yeah, I know. It's definitely a poor strip, but maybe that's what they were thinking. They take a picture of her, and then she basically just tells them, like, Fuck step off. off. Step I said, off! step off. <laughs> and she slams the door in their face, and they're like, okay, I guess we'll be nice to her and not yell at her for being a dick. Yes, Abby has very high expectations for today. Today's her 16th birthday. She's been looking forward to it since she was seven. Today is going to be magical, which she tells herself over and over again. She has to go to school today. How magical is it really going to be? It's a Monday! How, why do you think it's going to be that great? 
Um, so outside, we see this woman in a big van, and she's it's like a bug extermination van. She gets out, and she has this clipboard, and she, like, looks at the house. She looks at her clipboard, and there's this little bug, and she sends it inside. Yeah, she literally, like, tells the bug to, like, not, like, tells the bug, but, like, gives it a like, look, and then the sends bug. Sends the bug inside, like, through the vent. Yeah. And uh, she goes up to the door and sticks this, like, sort of magic glowing pamphlet in the door frame for this extermination service. Mm-hmm. And then we see in the vent, the bugs, two seconds later, have already formed this giant nest and multiplied. Um, downstairs, the fa- the family wonders why Abby didn't like this surprise birthday cake for her at 7 a.m. in the morning. She's probably just nervous for her 16th birthday party tonight on a Monday. Uh, <laughs> which is at their house, too, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I once went to a birthday party on a Monday. It was also my birthday as well. Oh. <laughs> but everyone, like, in the class went to this party, so I was like, well, I'm not doing anything tonight. I might as well <laughs> go to this birthday party. <laughs> my, ours were always on the weekends. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, mom made breakfast for Abby and asked her brother to bring it up to her. So she does, and he, like, comes in the room, and Abby starts talking about her sweet 16 party tonight. Uh, he brings up her wish list because her brother just casually knows about her wish list. I feel like if I made one of those, that would be kept very private, and I would not want anyone to see it. That's but... why I never had a diary, because I was so scared that my siblings were going to find it. Yeah, so he's just like, uh, number one on the list is meet Joey Lockhart, and then he, That's like, makes fun of her. <laughs> yeah, so he sits down and just, like, starts deciding to play his Guitar Hero guitar. Like, it pretending. Yeah, and she's um, like, that's not a real guitar. Yeah, and he knocks over a bunch of stuff, and this, like, pile of cash in a red ribbon falls out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the cash that Abby saved up for her party, that she hasn't made any sort of deposits yet for anything. Yeah, she's paid appara- for anything. I guess she's gonna go after school, pick everything up, decorate in time for the party after school, when they have school the next day. Um, yeah. So across the street, we learn that it's also Krista Cook's birthday. She's their neighbor, and it's her 16th birthday as well. She gets a car, and then she's, like, taunting Abby from, like, her window looking at her. Yeah, Abby says that ever since the third grade, Krista has tried to ruin her birthday. And she doesn't understand why Krista hates her so much. Yeah, so Abby goes to the bathroom to get ready for school. Uh, she does her hair before putting on her clothes, which (laughs) annoys me. Um, she then goes to her room to, like, pick out her outfit for today, um, and then all of a sudden the swarm of bugs enters her room through the vent, and she, like, runs downstairs. So we immediately cut to, like, the family outside as, uh, the woman bug exterminator, we learn her name is Celeste, Mm -hmm. walks out of the house after finishing her inspection. She says this infestation has been building for 16 years, and it could take several days to a year to get it out. Yeah, and then she's like, here, I saved something special, and it's Abby's 16 wishes. That's the only thing she saved from their house. Yes, um, their cars are infested as well. Uh, Abby's outside, like, still in her pajamas, and Mike asks Krista for a ride to school in her new car. Yeah, so Krista just leaves, and Abby's like, great, I have to take the bus in my pajamas to school on my birthday. So, at the bus stop, she runs into Jay. Well, she meets Jay. Her best friend. Yes. And so, Jay offers her, her his coat at the bus stop, and then he's like, oh, here's your birthday gift. It's a BFF <laughs> necklace slash keychain. <laughs> it's a heart with, like, a crown on top, and it's one of those that, like, connects where, like, one side says BF and the other one says F. 
Yeah. <laughs> but hers is a necklace and his is a keychain. And so, you know, no homo. Right. So he puts the necklace on her and she's again talking about her birthday. She's like, ugh, my, my birthday's says, ruined. Where am I going to have my party now? She says, this is the worst birthday in the history of birthdays. Abby. Honey. <laughs> I was born on September 11th. <laughs> Before 2001, but. But my fifth birthday kind of sucked. For everyone. For everyone. Yeah. Not even to mention when I was on my 17th birthday, I got sick during math class and threw up in the nurse's office. <laughs> At least it wasn't in math class. No, I literally ran out of the room and yeah. <laughs> had to, like, run downstairs. And then, like, rumors spread. Or, I don't rumor, whatever. But I remember... I didn't hear rumors. <laughs> but I remember, like, getting a message from someone who, like, we weren't friends with, and she was like, oh, I'm, oh, it must be so terrible, you got sick on your birthday. I'm like, please go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but she's like, where am I gonna have my party? What am I gonna do? And then this is when a postal, uh, service van stops. It's literally United States Postal Service. (laughs) Yeah, so they pull up, and it's Celeste in there, and Oh, wait, before this happens, um, Jay is, like, about to grab Abby's hand, but she moves it at the the last second, not realizing that he's, like, about to make his move. It's clear that Jay has a crush on Abby. Yeah. And so the mail truck stops, gives her a gift, and Abby's, like- Celeste. The same, the bug exterminator woman. Yeah. So Abby's, like, okay, I'm gonna open this now, and he's, like, you shouldn't open packages- yeah, Jay's, strangers. Jay's like, this is weird. Maybe you shouldn't do this. But Abby's like, I'm going to open it. <laughs> and it's a set of birthday candles and matches. And so they say on the box, make a wish, light a candle, and watch your sweet 16 birthday wishes come true. Yeah. So Abby takes out number uh, candle number one and makes a wish, which is wish number eight on her 16th birthday list, to have the cutest clothes in school because she's still in her pajamas. But whenever she blows out the candle, Joey Lockhart's tour bus arrives at the bus stop, and he steps off and gives her a kiss on the cheek and tells her happy birthday and gets back on the bus. Yeah. And leaves. And that's it. So Abby immediately realizes, oh, one correlates to one of my Immediately. These yeah. are magic birthday candles and they correspond to my 16th birthday wish. Not like, this is odd. Maybe this is like dark magic that I shouldn't fuck with. No, she's like, let's do it. She lights the candle to get her car, preferably red. So Celeste comes up with the car. Yeah, and Jay is still trying to be reasonable. And he's like, um, you still haven't taken your driver's test well, yeah, yet. he's like, neither of us have our license. And, she, and then Celeste is like, oh, it's fine, I'll drive you. They get in the car with this random person they don't yeah. know. And they're like, who are you? And she says, I'm here to make Abby's 16 wishes come true. And Abby's like, okay. And Jay's like, um. <laughs> okay, this is my other question. Why does she get, like, a fairly odd yeah, parent? it doesn't, yeah, I, like, obviously, like, I'm not mad at, like, the plot of the movie. I'm mad that it's not explained. Yeah. Like, I know they did an episode in the Fairly Odd Parents about why Timmy gets Fairly Odd Parents, but yeah, not everyone he does. Yeah, has neglectful parents and a terrible babysitter. Well, yeah, but not everyone does. Even people who have other bad home issues, because they go into, like, uh, his one friend's life, I don't remember. Chester? Yeah. But he's happy. Chester was happy. Ah, that's it. He was Timmy, unhappy. Yeah, Timmy was depressed. Got it. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like an explanation like that. They could have just stolen that plot line. Yeah, That's well, fine. I was thinking, like, well, like, movies, like, big. Like, yeah. the reason that he changes is because there's, like, this magical fortune teller. Like, why is it magical? Why is no one else's wishes come? So, like, I have to, like, keep that in mind. Where, like, I don't criticize other movies for this. Well, yeah. I mean, this <laughs> is not as good as those movies, but yeah. Right. <laughs> it is very much off-brand 13 going on 30. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. Yeah. So they get into school, the car. Wait, they I want. <laughs> there's something in the IMDb trivia. Like I said, Jay is like very suspicious, and Abby's like, "When you look back 50 years from now, do you want to say that you got you got you had the guts to get in the car?" And I in the IMDb trivia, this apparently is an exact line from the movie Transformers that Shia LaBeouf says. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they arrive at school. Um, Krista is showing off her car to everyone. She says she already got her license because her dad has connections at the DMV. Yeah, I don't think it works <laughs> it like that. It doesn't work like that. No. Um, the students notice Abby's car. Uh, Celeste has, like, already disappeared because she's magic. And everyone starts, like, giving Abby attention for her new car. Well, okay, and then that's whenever Jay pulls her aside and he's like, hey, maybe you don't want a bunch of attention right now. You're still in your pajamas. But Abby doesn't even let him finish saying that. She turns back around, and that's apparently when everyone realizes she's in her pajamas. Yeah, everyone, And all start laughing. Everyone starts laughing at her, and she's like, everyone look at my new car! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not good. Abby's a terrible friend. So Abby goes... Wait, I also want to point out that we also see um, signs in the yard that says Krista Cook for student body president. The only choice. She is running unopposed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Abby goes to the locker room to, to make wish number two. Uh, Krista sees her struggling to light a candle. And I guess you can't light matches in school. Well, yeah, a fire. They're going to think you're fucking smoking. I don't know. She goes to tell a teacher and the teacher comes out and takes the matches and the candles away. Yeah, so Abby just knows to go to the school counselor, who just so happens to be Celeste now, and she and Celeste is like, oh, I guess I should have told you the rules of the candles before I gave them to you. And she's like, you can only have one wish per clock hour, so that's why she was able to make the wish of Joey Lockhart and then her uh, getting the car, because it was two minutes apart, but it was different clock hours. Um, and then that the candle wishes expire at midnight, so anything that's happened will become permanent. And that, that's all the info she gives her, basically. And then she's like, oh, here's Krista's diary from The Lost and Found. You can have Yeah, this. The Lost and Found, and the diary is literally labeled Krista Cook's personal diary. I don't know why it's in The Lost and Found. Yeah, and why is Celeste giving it to her? That's not on her list. That's not anything. Yeah. So Abby goes to confront Krista, and she's like, I had a sleepover, and then you paid people to come to your sleepover instead. Um, and Abby's like, I don't know why you keep trying to keep score. Uh, Krista also reveals that she's having a party tonight, and they, like, fight. I don't know, I kinda, I- I don't know why anyone would think she wasn't having a party if she's, like, trying to be- have the attention all the- Like, why would Abby think she wasn't having a 16th birthday party? I don't know. Yeah. So, they fight, it's whatever, and then Abby goes into the supply closet to make her next wish. And so, she makes her wish, and the supply closet turns into a regular closet, and Celeste helps her pick out this outfit, and she struts out, and everyone's like, oh my god, so cute. Except her purse is last season, and Krista comes over, and she's like, that's cute. I've had this purse for two years. And then Celeste comes out and gives her a purse that hasn't Celeste been comes released. Out of the, Celeste comes out of the janitor's closet, and she's like, oh, Abby, I forgot you forgot your brand new purse. And then she takes the purse and goes back into the closet and no one questions it. Well, all the other girls follow to the closet because they're like, we want some of that. But then when they get in there, it's just a regular closet again. Yeah. A supply closet again, I mean. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I also want to mention that before Krista said that her purse was last season, all the girls wanted to sit with Abby at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we cut to... P.E., Abby shows up late, and she bribes the P.E. teacher with her bag for being late, and that's just fine. 
Yeah. So the PE teacher's like, well, instead of running laps today, we're going to play a nice, light game of volleyball. This is where I learned it's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so Abby goes into the locker room, and apparently it's been an hour since her last wish. Or yeah. it's been a I clock was hour. Count as to, like, how many hours in the day versus how many wishes Abby's gone through, but I didn't feel like it. Well, um, and she doesn't make all of the wishes, but I still don't think the timeline... many. Yeah, I don't think the timeline <laughs> adds up. So, uh, yeah, she goes in there, and she makes her wish to beat Krista at something. She goes into PE for volleyball. Uh, she's really confident because of her wish, and then... Yeah, but Jay is like, you hate sports. Why are you so confident? She's like... <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So, uh, she gets mad whenever Krista spikes at her because it's volleyball and that's what you do. But then, she gets set up and spikes the ball directly at Krista's head. Krista falls on the ground, likely has a concussion, but she's not in trouble for doing this. Obviously on purpose. No, but Lindsay Lohan was whenever she did it in Freaky Friday. That's what I'm- No, you would be in trouble for purposely spiking the ball at someone's head. That is dangerous. But no, whenever Krista wakes up, the other team- Okay, so, like, Krista's team is, like, all girls and they're all in volleyball uniforms with- but then Abby's team is her and Jay and, like, two other unathletic kids. So whenever Krista wakes up, Abby's team is, like, holding her up in the air and chanting MVP because it's very important who wins the volleyball game in gym class. I think it's what it stands for. She's one of the <laughs> little people. Okay. So Krista wakes up in the nurse's office and Celeste is the nurse um, and tells her that she that Krista's wanted in the principal's office. So she walks in and Abby is chatting with the principal and the principal tells Krista that there was a 100% voter turnout write-ins for Abby. So even though Krista was unopposed, everyone wrote in Abby's name to win student body president. Yeah, and so whenever, uh, yeah, Krista freaks out over this and, like, yells over the PA, but that's kind of the end of that. Uh, whenever Abby tells Jay later on, Jay looks kind of sad. And we see him for a moment, like, doodling, and it says, Jay for Prez. <laughs> so why did he never tell anyone that he wanted to run? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Abby walks in and she's ecstatic. She's like, I'm beating Krista at everything. And Jay is angry because the wishes are, like, changing who Abby is. He's like, you've, like, never been interested in, like, volunteer work. Like, why did you want to win student body president? Um, And And she, he says that the job should have gone to someone who really wants it, but doesn't say anything about wanting it. Yeah. Um, But it doesn't matter because she offers to buy him lunch with her free uh, president lunch card. So whenever you're student body president, you get free lunch. I would run for student <laughs> body president just for that. Yeah, um, but they don't end up going to lunch. Or, because whenever they walk into the hallway, Abby is swarmed by people. She made another wish, the one about being popular. Yeah, so it's already been two hours. <laughs> yeah, so she's swarmed by people being popular. Yeah, they're all, like, asking for her autograph and taking pictures. Yeah, that's also not what popular means. No. <laughs> um, that's whenever Abby starts to tell uh, Jay about how her party is going to be Vegas-themed. Yeah, and this she's is found outside, people outside to, like, eating lunch. host the party and all of this yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is another wish. That's already happened. Yeah, and so she's like, well, I have nothing to wear, though. And then I'm like, and then she realizes that she can spend all of her party money she saved up on her outfit because Because everyone else else. is supplying everything else. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I can't get my money. And that's when Jay offers to lend it to her until he can pay her back. And so they decide to ditch free period? Yeah, apparently. We have free period. We can just go to the store. And then again, she makes a wish. She makes her wish to get her license. And instead of, like, them coming and making her do the test... The DMV instructor person just gives it to her. Yeah, and they just drive up, and he's like, here's your license. And leaves. (laughs) And again, Jay is like, I don't know that we should do this. And Abby's like, it's fine. 
So yeah, they Krista do. watches the whole thing, and you think at some point she's going to, like, catch on to these wishes, but it doesn't happen. Yeah, she doesn't. But she does follow them to the store. Yeah, it's an expensive store, and... Uh, Jay drops his wallet, but somehow does not realize that he dropped his wallet. Yeah. Um, Jay is admiring Abby, looking through these dresses, and she's like, oh, like, what do you think Logan will like? And he, like, starts to get angry whenever she mentions Logan. Um, Abby doesn't want to make her 16th wish for Logan because she wants him to like her for her. Um, Krista picks up Jay's wallet outside and walks inside without Jay or Abby noticing her. She goes to, like, buy a pair of sunglasses and tells the, like, store clerk that Jay and Abby are, like, oh, like, they can't afford to shop anything, to, like, buy anything here. They're just, like, wasting your time. Yeah, so immediately after Krista leaves, that's when the cashier goes over and is like, you guys need to leave unless your parents are going to show up and, and like, buy you something. And she's like, your parents. And Abby's like, no, like, we're buying the dress. And Jay goes to, like, take out his wallet, but it's not there. So then the clerk is like, your children, and kicks them out, which I don't understand because that's not a child thing to do, just to, like, go window shopping. <laughs> yeah. Abby goes into uh, the little changing room to make her next wish. She makes the wish about wishing It's that- definitely not been an hour since she got her driver's license. Yeah, it definitely has not been because it would be, like, 4 p.m. or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so she goes to make her next wish. Which uh, is to be treated like an adult because she's angry at how the clerk treated her. Yeah, so, so whenever she walks out, uh, the cashier... I, her hair is now straight, her bangs are parted to the side, mm-hmm. so that her forehead was showing, and her dress, her, the dress that she was wearing is a lot tighter. Well, yeah, and so whenever she goes out, the cashier is like, oh, let's get you into something more age-appropriate. And so she's like, and Abby's like, oh, you're gonna, like, serve me now? And she's like, well, yeah, of course, you can just put everything on a charge. On your charge account. <laughs> yeah, so they grab a bunch of clothes, and Abby goes on, like, a little shopping spree. And Abby's like, did, did you know where my friend went? And she was like, oh, there was a boy in here, but he left with that other girl in the yellow car. Yeah, so Abby's like, what Krista. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Whenever Abby leaves, she's wearing, like, a business outfit. Yeah, it's, like, business casual. Yeah, it's, like, down to her knees, like, a form-fitting dress and, like, a blazer. A blazer. And heels. And heels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She arrives back at school, uh, as the bell rings. And she, she's, like, running inside to get back to class, and the gym teacher thinks that she's a sub and, like, doesn't recognize her. Um, so Abby just, like, pulls Jay out of science class. Um, he's sitting with Krista, who's his lab partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, out in the hallway, she yells at him for, like, leaving her at the store on her birthday! Yeah, but Jay has no idea who Abby is, and he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about, and goes back to class. He's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a 16 year old kid. <laughs> yeah. So this is when the principal kicks Abby out of the school, and her parents are just happening to be waiting her for her. Her parents are waiting outside with a well, moving truck. Okay, they also say you can't go to high school anymore. Like, is this a regular cur- occurrence for this 21 year old Abby? I don't know. They're like, you can't go to high school anymore. It's time to grow up. There's no room for you while the house is being fumigated, so we found you an apartment to move into. Yeah, and they're like, we covered the security deposit, but you have to pay for first month's rent, and you don't have a job, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they take the moving truck and uh, to the apartment. It's a nice-ass apartment, by the <laughs> way. That would be very expensive. Yeah, and Abby's like, I'm just a child. Like, I can't live in an apartment. They're like, no, you turned 22 to- two today. And they leave. They're very eager to kick her out of the house. It's like, 22. I feel like it's still young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Abby sees, a bo- like, a movie box called High School Memories, 
and she, like, starts pulling out, like, pictures of her and Jay. This is where it gets even more, I do not understand what's going on in this movie. <laughs> because why are the pictures of her and Jay? And there's, like, the picture of her from her 16th birthday, like, the one her parents took earlier. Yeah, her and Jay wouldn't have been friends because she's four years old. And why now. would Jay not recognize her if she has a picture of the two of them? I don't know. She finds, like, the ugly picture of her that was taken this morning on her 16th birthday. Yeah. She finds, like, a high school graduation photo and realizes the consequences of her wish. So she calls for Celeste, but Celeste doesn't appear. So then she makes wish number three, which is to decorate her room the way that she wants. So Celeste appears at the door as an interior designer. And Abby explains that she wanted to be a, treated like an adult, not be an adult. And Celeste says that the candles have their own logic. Um, candles and wishes go together. And since there's no do-over on the wish list, um, the wish will become permanent at, at midnight. I don't know why this wish in particular was the one that was taken out of context. Just to teach her a lesson, I guess. Like, what? Like, I'll have my own car, preferably red. What if it was just, like, a janky-ass, like, old car? I don't know. That it could have been taken that, never said a new car. And <laughs> the candles had to gain her trust so they could betray her. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, she would just note what a do-over wish on her list of wishes. Yeah, so Celeste leaves, just, like, without helping. And the yeah. landlord tells Abby that her first month's rent is due in three days. Yeah. So Abby goes to try and change her list of wishes. She puts nail polish over the one that's like, I will like sushi, because that's very, like, not important. But whenever she puts the nail polish over it, she thinks she's done something, but the words show back through, so she can't change her wishes. Yeah, so then she notices wish number 14, which is my parents will understand me, and she makes that wish. So she drives back to her infested home. Instead of living in a hotel, the parents have set up a camper in the driveway, it's very close to the bugs. I assume they've already owned this camper, or else they bought a camper, which just seems like a lot of money to spend. Yeah, the parents are, like, very dismissive of her. They're like, why are you back? Yeah. <laughs> and Abby exp explains, like, everything that happened the whole day. She shows them the candles in the matchbox. And then we get into, like, this weird moment. So the mom is like, this is from the Chinese restaurant that your dad took me to the night you were born. I guess this Chinese food caused me to go into labor. Um, Abby says that she needs to go back to her normal life, and her mom is like, oh, I understand, like, your whole life, all you ever wanted to be was grown up, like, this picture from the birthday party of you and Jay, like, it was a grown up party, because you just wanted to be a grown up, and they're like, we understand that you want to turn back time, and adulthood is difficult, but they don't really understand, because it's not the exact situation that she's in. Well, yeah. Um, Abby, yeah. And they still are just like, okay, go home now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're, like, really nice for a second, but it's not, like, the nice that they're supposed to be. Yeah. So um, that's whenever uh, Abby realizes all these people heading to Chris's party. So Logan is checking out her car, and Abby, a 22-year-old at this point, yeah. is going over and, like, flirting with Logan. And he's just like, can you take a picture of me by this car? It's cool. I want this when I'm your age. And Abby is, like, turned off by him now. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so Abby sees Jay arriving and just sort of, like, tackles him on top of a car. Yeah, she tries again, to explain- she's an adult and he's a child. She tries to explain everything again, and she's like, we are actually best friends. And she's like, pull out your keychain. She pulls out her necklace and they both have it because apparently this magic, I don't understand it how it works. Jay to Celeste was, like, right there, too, so, like, maybe she did this. Yeah, it causes Jay to remember everything. Um, Jay- yeah, but he's like, but what are we gonna do? So Jay asks to see the list, and he points out that, oh, well, most of these wishes are useless now because they all come with being an adult, like having a credit card and 
liking sushi. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Abby, yes, Abby's like, I'm over Logan. Um, and Jay says, oh, yes, to make this appearance at Kurso's party and asks if she wants to join. Um, so they enter this rager in Krista's giant backyard. Um, Mike is playing in the band, and he's like, hey, everyone, it's my sister Abby. You're super old, but you're still cool. Yeah. He's only, like, I don't know, seven years older than Mike at this point. Also, but, like, why is a 22-year-old going to somebody's 16th birthday party? They're neighbors. I don't know. Um, Abby is surprised that Mike can, like, actually play guitar. Um, Jay says, oh, something clicked for him this year, and he got really good. Um, Krista hugs Jay hello, and she's, like, very nice to Abby. Mm -hmm. Um, the decorations, she says, were given to her by Abby's parents. They're apparently left over from Abby's Sweet 16 party that they kept in the garage, but they never got used. Yeah. Um, Jay goes on stage, and everyone congratulates him on winning student body president. He thanks his campaign manager, Krista, for pushing him to try. Um, we also see that Krista is dating Logan in this universe. Uh, Jay goes back to Abby, and he explains that, like, oh, Krista uh, hates competition. She was, like, so kind and helpful and all yeah. this stuff. And so this is whenever Abby realizes that, like, whenever she's gone, that everyone is, like, having a good time. And it's nice and yeah, cool. Yeah, she's looking around and, like, seeing everyone happy. She sees these girls, like, cheers lipsticks and then put the lipsticks on themselves. It is so weird. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And so she decides to leave because she's like, I feel alone in the world. Yeah. So Abby runs out of gas on the road. She starts walking and then breaks her heel and arrives back at the apartment. Um, Celeste arrives as pizza delivery because she feels bad. She decides to like be helpful at this point. Yeah. Abby's crying and Celeste is like, well, you still have, you still have wish 16 because apparently she's made all the other wishes or something. Yeah. Abby is also like sort of having this self-realization. Like, I can't believe I wasted all these wishes on beating Krista. Like I had so much. I didn't even realize it. All these like material things. Yeah. And as they're looking at the list of wishes, uh, Abby realizes that the picture will just come off because it's gum stuck there. Yeah. And so she decides to put the picture yeah, well, of her. Yeah, Celeste, Celeste, like, kind of pushes her. She gives her, like, candle number 16, and Abby's like, I don't care about this. Mm -hmm. But then she's, like, sort of playing with it, and she, like, su successfully detaches uh, this picture because it was held on by gum. So she grabs the photo that was taken this morning by her parents and puts it in the place, and she lights a candle and wishes for the entire day to start over. And she is transported right back to right after the family took the ugly picture of her. Yeah. And she laughs, and she hugs the family, but then she remembers the wasps, and she's like, we gotta get them out of here, but Celeste is already there, and she comes down from the attic, and she's like, the wasps are gone, it's a good thing you called this in this morning, Abby. Um, and they, like, have a moment. <laughs> yeah. Abby goes into her room and, like, crumbles up the 16 wishes list. She grabs the cash that, that she had saved for her party and gives it to Mike for a, a new guitar. And she tells her family she loves them before leaving for school. She runs across the street to Krista, and she's like, Krista, what did I do to you? Well, yeah, because in the fight they had at school the other day, Krista's like, you know what you did. But Abby's literally like, what did I do? I do not know what I did. <laughs> I love that. I want to do that. Like, you know what you did. <laughs> I don't have the other person have no idea. I wouldn't even know what they did. <laughs> It'll be a mind game. Like, oh, there was really nothing all along. Wow. Yeah. So Krista's like, you really don't know. And so she's like, in third grade, I was having my birthday party when you moved to town. You came to the birthday party and stole my best friend, Jay. Okay, I need to talk about this. 
So, like, the picture that we've been seeing, like, of Abby and Jay's kids, Krista was cropped out. So whoever took that picture cropped Krista. She's also standing, like, six feet apart from Jay. Yeah. And so after that, Abby turns to Jay, and she they make a pact. Like, we're going to be best friends forever. And Krista, like, throws her party hat down. And from that day on, she vowed to beat Abby at everything so Abby would never be happy again. First of all, <laughs> why did they, ex- why did, like, Jay exclude his best friend from everything from then on out? Like, every time he hung out with Abby, he was never like, hey, why don't we ask Krista? Well, why were their parents also not like, you're all the same age, why don't you all hang out together? Yeah, or was Krista ever like, hey, Jay, wanna hang out? <laughs> and she, he was like, no. Yeah. I, I'm best friends with Abby now. <laughs> I can only have one friend, one best friend. That's we learned it. that episode, we learned that in Full House. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't also, know. I appreciate Krista's level of pettiness for the past <laughs> nine years. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn. Well, and as Krista tells this to Abby, she's like, oh my god, you must have felt so abandoned, and that's so awful. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that happened. And so she's like, she's like, if I could go back and change it, I would. And Krista's like, really? And she's like, but I have an idea about how we can make the future better. Aren't you tired of winning everything all the time? And then Krista's like, yeah, you know, I am tired of winning everything all the time. She's like, you don't want to be president. And Krista's like, I don't. Yeah, so Krista gives Abby a ride to school. They get there and meet Jay, who's getting off the bus, and Jay is like, you two are together and friends, and they're like- Even, like, people who aren't their friends, they're like, what are you guys doing together? Yeah, and they're like, surprise, Jay, you're running for president. They crossed out- Yeah, they crossed out Krista's name on the posters and wrote Jay. Yeah, so then we immediately cut to Abby and Krista's joint 16th birthday party. They have a banner with both of their names. It's not a homemade banner. This is a printed banner. They're not Leslie Nope. They couldn't have gotten it done this fast. It doesn't. They were at school. (laughs) It's a Monday! I don't understand. Yeah, Jay is congratulated on stage for winning student body president. Okay, and and Abby's brother is, like, around the stage, but he's not on the stage till later. But he's, like, just bobbing around the stage for some reason. No one's like, what are you doing? Yeah, um, Logan arrives, and Abby encourages Krista to go talk to him. Because she learns that Krista, like, really likes him. Yeah, this... So Mike is, like, playing air guitar off to the side while the band is playing, and... The guitarist there invites Mike on stage to sing, and I have never seen a voice and a body that do not go together like it's, this. It's the most awful lip singing you've lip syncing you've ever seen in your <laughs> he life. Knows, he it literally, sounds like Blink One Eighty Two. He literally says like at the top, he's like, "Happy birthday, Abby," and then it's like, "I don't wanna grow up." It sounds like <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two, like it's the way, so like, "Where are you?" Is there a way? Is there like a a name for how that's sung? Because that's how emo? it's sung. <laughs> that's not just. That's not all emo. <laughs> um. So then. Abby and Jay start talking, and they hold hands, and Jay's like, what happened to your wishes? And Abby's like, I have everything that I could ever want. And they kiss, and Celeste walks by the camera as she's serving sushi. She winks. And gives us a wink, and the movie ends. With knockoff Blink-182 playing over the party scene. Yes, but then we get some, like, weird bloopers slash music video. I did not watch it. (laughs) Oh, I did. Because I thought it was funny because there, well, there's just one set of bloopers where Debbie has a lot of trouble keeping the candles lit. <laughs> she, well, she can't, like, get the matches. She has to do this multiple times, right? Yeah. She can't get the matches lit. And then, like, you know how she has to, like, 
hold the candles, like, right in front of her mouth Mm -hmm. as, like, the way that it's framed. So, like, obviously she's breathing and she keeps, like, blowing out the candles accidentally. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I thought that was funny. I also read the IMDb trivia that, um, this movie is sort of a thinly veiled Christian parable because, (laughs) um, Abby asks for all these material things But, um, in the end, she realizes it's love. She just wants a boyfriend. (laughs) She had all along. She wanted a best friends to lovers trope. Yeah, I was excited about that, because I love a best friends to lovers trope, but this did not fulfill me. It's because there was too much going on. There was so, there's a lot. Yeah. I understand, like, it had to be 16 wishes because her 16th birthday, but 16 was too many. I agree. Yeah. She could have been, like, 10. (laughs) I don't want to watch a 10-year-old fall in love with her best friend, either. <laughs> How did you rate and rank this? It's a two and a half out of five. Like, it's not great, but I found it enjoyable. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate watching it like I have the past few movies. Yeah. I did not. I, I enjoyed it less than you did, I think. I gave it a one and a half out oh. of five. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I put it at number 81, The Paper Brigade is above it, and Life is Rough is below it. But I think my problem was, like, as soon as I started realizing that it was kind of similar to 13 Going on 30, I couldn't get it out of my head, and I was like, this is not 13 Going on 30. <laughs> this is not. So Yeah, I kept trying to, because I'd given a lot of other movies that we've watched a lot more leniency, so I'm trying to do that with the movies I don't like as much. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, give them the same breathing room that I've given other movies. Yeah. Like, Wendy Wu doesn't make any fucking sense, but I ranked that pretty high. <laughs> I feel like part of my ra- rating, or ranking, is also, like, would I watch this again? I would not watch this again. And, like, I wouldn't seek it out, but if it was just, like, playing on TV, I might turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> I'd turn on something else. But... Uh, oh, I put it at number 59 below Wish Upon a Star and Above the Proud Family movie. Nice. Um, next week, we're watching Den Brother. What is... I don't even know what that is. <laughs> oh, it's it's a treat, I think. Have you seen it? I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen all of it. But I think it has the girl from... I think she was in Dog with a Blog, but the one from American, American Vandal. Vandal. Yeah. I think it has that girl. Maybe Chris, it's a different Krista girl. Krista Carlisle. Yeah, it might be her. It might be a different girl. I really don't remember. I remember the guy who's in it, but I I don't know who he is either. I can just, like, picture him in my head. This is the first movie that I really... I th- Is it about, like, Girl Scouts? Yes. The yeah, brother becomes, the... like, the troop leader. Yeah, this is the one that I really just have, like, no uh, recollection of this. <laughs> yeah. It'll be something else, guys. We're, we're going down. These are about to get shorter and shorter. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Bye. Bye.